0: Lord and Welcome to the broadcast today. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson here on the Old Path Bible Study. Glad you're with us today. Grab your Bible if you can and get ready to follow along with us as we gather around God's words of life, light, and liberty. It is such a joy and a pleasure to be able to every day dig into God's Word, hear the wonderful words of God. You know at the end of our lives at the end of every life, God is going to make it very clear to every human being who has ever lived that all we ever needed was Jesus. All we ever needed to do was walk by faith in Christ and that our Bibles were the most precious commodity. The Word of God is the most precious commodity we ever laid hold of because there we find The words of our God pointing us to our Savior, teaching us how to be saved, teaching us how to live saved, how to magnify Him and glorify God. There is nothing like the Word of God. God goes as far as to say that His Word is who He is. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was was God. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. Hebrews chapter 13 today. This is part 14 on this 30th day of March 2023. I want to say happy birthday to my Andrew, the youngest uh, child that I have. That's no more a child really, a grown man, but he's the youngest. And, And happy birthday, Andrew. I love you and and I praise the Lord for you and all that God's doing in you and through you, and uh, it's just it's just a a, a great thing uh, to to be alive today and to just know you have another birthday, you've lived another year, and God's been good and given opportunity after opportunity for us to share the gospel. And I'm thankful, Andrew and I and. Pastor Dylan Salmon and Jonathan and Stephen Milani will all be in the studio here Saturday night uh, is where their next episode of the Scarlet Thread will take place. And uh, me and Pastor Dylan will just get to be involved in that. And uh, Pastor Dylan Salmon will be here Sunday morning preaching the Word of God. You don't want to miss it. Powerful young preacher from Cleveland, Tennessee, pastors One Way Cross Ministry. And so uh, you don't want to miss that this weekend. Catch it when you can. And uh, also, Andrew and I will be with Pastor Scotty Williams and the Great Crossway Fellowship Congregation there in Dublin, Georgia. Next month, about a couple of little over a couple of weeks from now, so we're looking forward to that trip and that great time of fellowship and just gathering around God's word and this glorious gospel. There is nothing at all in all the universe greater than the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm thankful to know that, to be able to boast in that, and to to to, to know nothing other than my Savior. Jesus Christ and what he did for me at Calvary, hallelujah. Well, uh, I believe that's all about I had to announce, and so uh, don't forget everything we do is either later uploaded or streamed live at the same time. We're doing what we do uh, on the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. You can also find everything on the website, at least on the website, it's only going to be for the last year's worth. Uh, So, uh, the YouTube channel gets it all, and it all stays there. So, make sure you avail yourself to that, and praise the Lord. Hebrews 13, let's look into this today. Let's start here in verse 15. It's where we left off last time. And so let's read this, Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 15, "...by him," meaning by Christ, "...therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name." And uh, there's a lot to see here, and I don't want to rush through it uh, as we near the end of this last chapter in Hebrews. But I do pray that the Lord would impart into our hearts today the truth that we desperately need, that we wouldn't just hear knowledge, we wouldn't just hear words, we would allow the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth to comfort us and bring hope to our hearts from what we're hearing today. That's how he encourages us and gives us hope. It's through the scriptures that he's able to Uh, go beyond the reading, go beyond the hearing with our ears. He's able to impart it because that is equated to guiding us into all truth. It's only when our feet are in it, when we're walking in the truth, that we're experiencing the truth, and only then can we express the one who is the truth and what he did to liberate us, and his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. So when we see in verse 15, you always have to do this. It says, by him, therefore, you have to go back. You always have to go back. Because when the the Bible says, therefore, you have to go back to see what is there for you. What is there to move you forward. There, so you can go forward. There, forward. There, therefore then you can go, unless you get what's there, you'll never be able to handle properly what the Lord is trying to lead you forward into. So when you see therefore, you have to go back there, and that's what we'll do. He says in verse 13, let us go forth therefore, and you you keep seeing these words therefore, so what do you have to do? You have to keep backing up. So let's go back to verse 12. Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. And they, they, of course, you know, Jesus was crucified outside the gates of Jerusalem on a hill where all the thousands of years prior, they had taken the, the animals out Side the gate after they got their blood for the sacrifices and burned their carcasses. And the fi- they were burned. That was symbolic of the fire, the wrath of God falling on the sacrifice. And And that's why the Bible says here in verse 12, "...wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate." But this is always, and I hope you have a note here in your Bibles... Uh, I hope you have an app or something that you can touch and bring up notes that you have in your Bible verses. If you don't, I encourage you to get that as I've brought up my note for this Bible verse, and it's this, Jesus praying in John 17 and 17 to his heavenly Father, and he says, sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. So uh, Jesus prays, Father, sanctify your people by the truth, your word is truth. But here we see Jesus, the Bible telling us that Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. So we know that the sanctification, the work of the Holy Spirit for the child of God, is can only take place through the words that are truth that are seen in the light of what Jesus did outside the camp. The truth... Jesus said, when you know the truth, the truth will make you free. Uh, That that is an initial experience, the born-again experience, becoming free from our sins, the guilt and the shame. And then it is an ever moment, moment by moment of every day, striving for the faith of the gospel to be able to experience that which we now have. Hallelujah. And so he sanctified us by his blood, but he said, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is true. So the word can never be apart from what Jesus, who he is, and what he did outside the camp on the cross, never forget that. You got people saying that we need that. that it's okay to, to to talk about the word outside Jesus, outside the redemption plan. Those are people that we love, we pray for, but we, but we keep going. We keep going, and I heard. Uh, Pastor Patrick Hatter, who ministered a, a wonderful message here last Sunday morning, make a comment that the more you hear the message of the cross, the more determined you become. And I want to add to that the less you hear it, the less determined you will become. And you remember that because you're not going to be sanctified by the truth that's in the Word if your faith is not in what I'm not talking about you you, you have believed in. That's what your heart has to be surrendered to just as in moment one of your salvation. Your heart was surrendered to the work of Christ at Calvary. There's never another place for your heart to be surrendered to, your heart to be tied to God through. There's, listen to this. I hope you heard last night's message. The only place God has given all of humanity to believe in Him is in the death of his son. There's no other place. The only believing place is in Christ. The first time that when you became a Christian, how did it happen? You believed into Christ. That's what you did. You you, you didn't work for that. You believed into the very place that God would save you, that God would conform you to, that God would place you and hide you. Hallelujah. You believed into Christ. There's no other place to believe but in Christ. You say, well, I've got the Bible. Well, again, John 17, 17, sanctify them, Father, by thy truth. Thy word is true. But Jesus had to go outside the camp uh, so that God's truth, his word, Could have an effect on all those that would believe. So we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, Jesus said, but yet the life is only found in the blood. So you never, you can't separate these two. That's why they always must be together. If they are not together, they neither one will have an effect in your experience as a child of God. It must be the word of the truth of the gospel. Hallelujah. So let's move on through this now. Wherefore, Jesus, verse 12, also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood suffered outside the gate. Let us go forth therefore, because of that. Let us go forth therefore unto him. This is Christians now. This is Christians. Let us continue Let us therefore go forth unto him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. This is what Jesus taught. If any man come after me, he's got to deny himself. He's got to be willing to accept the reproach of Christ. You remember Moses, the scripture that talks about Moses was more willing to suffer the reproaches with the people of God than to have all the riches of Egypt? That ha- That's the Christian life today. You have to be willing to accept the reproach of Christ. You have to be willing to go outside the camp of traditional legalism, denominationalism, all that stuff that hold men and control men and really, for the most part, prevent men from from completely selling out and depending on nothing else being determined to know nothing else, trust in nothing else but Christ in him crucified. And I say these things because there are people that claim that they're all about the cross, determined to know nothing about the cross in these denominational churches. And if their preacher dies or leaves the church, they don't go look for a, a preacher who's determined to know nothing else. They look for another preacher who feels the requirements of that denomination. God's doing away with all that. I'm telling you, the Lord's doing away with all that. So I encourage uh, everybody to get out Get out, run for your lives! Because as long as you're bound up in something that's of men, you're never going to be able to gain more uh, of what you need to be gaining. And I need to say these things. It's not because I'm hateful or mean, ugly. Don't know what I'm talking about. It's just true that you know it, it's what it's what it's it's really what causes all that camp full of legalism and men's things and men's ways and just the religious spirit that controls almost all the church today, they don't like these people who are determined to know nothing else but Christ and Him crucified. And there's one main reason. It's the same reason the Pharisees hated Jesus. They couldn't control Him. And see, if you won't come under their control and power, they're not going to have anything to do with you. And see, we're not here to control people. We're here to put the gospel on the table and let the Holy Spirit have control. Hallelujah. So watch. Wherefore, verse 12, Jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood suffered outside the gate, let us who are saved go forth therefore unto him outside the camp bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. We're looking for that city of righteousness, that faithful city, Isaiah 1 and 26. Write it down, look at it later. Look at verse 15 now. By him, not just by imagination of the word Christ. No, by the one that we're going to outside the camp as we bear his reproach, as we deny ourselves, take up our cross, as we become more and more determined not to know anything but Christ and Him crucified, there's where the reproach is, my friend. The reproach is not the repro- reproach and the division and the, and the resistance, the opposition doesn't come for talking about sitting at the feet of Jesus and, and all these other things. There's nothing wrong, and we ought to be talking about sitting at the feet of Jesus. But it doesn't bring the offense. The cross brings the offense, it's, it's what makes Christ the stumbling block that he is to even many in and among the church today. It's the cross that brings the offense. You need to understand this. Anything else you can talk about, but it's the cross that brings the offense. And it's not, just, it's not just the cross. It's the word only. Before the cross, and uh, when you start talking about an exclusive approach, an exclusive experience of God through faith in Christ crucified alone, th- th- there's where the offense comes in. There's where the, the the criticism and the persecution comes in. But that's the re- that's the reproach that you have to be willing to deal with. And here's what it comes down to: I mentioned it last night, and I and I and I ministered on this in Austin. This past weekend at the house of the living God there with Jonathan Bateo and, and the great congregation there. And uh, you and I, who God has brought back to our first love, a focus of Calvary, my friend, you and I are going to have to learn, and I hope it's happening. You and I are going to have to learn to accept the consequences, the result of the, the, the consequences of our faith being in Christ crucified, our faith being in the one who outside the camp became a reproach for us. We're gonna to have to learn to accept. We're gonna to have to learn to be satisfied. Hear me now, this is very important. You're gonna to have to learn to be satisfied with the consequences that God is bringing about in your life because of your faith in Christ crucified. Because there's going to be much opposition. That's the reproach. There's going to be division. That's the reproach. There's going to be criticism and persecution. That's the reproach in being determined to know nothing else than uh, nothing other than Christ and Him crucified. So people, people who aren't willing to bear the reproach are more easily and quickly going to put the cross down to avoid the offense, to avoid the reproach. But the Bible says, let us go unto him outside the camp. He's not in the camp of traditional legalism, anything other than Christ crucified. Do you know uh, in Exodus chapter 17, the Lord was standing on the rock he told Moses to strike. He'll never tell you to stand anywhere he's not standing. Amen. The Lord only walks in the light of who he is and what he did at Calvary, 1 John 1, 7 through 9. He'll never tell you to walk where he's not walking. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. You're seated with him there in heavenly places. He'll never tell you to be seated where he's not seated already. You need to understand these things. Christ, uh, listen. The Lord God Almighty was standing on the rock that he told Moses to strike that would that 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 would be pierced and out would come from that rock everything that they needed in that time, which was water to stay alive, living water that let them live. It's the same thing now. Our God only stands on the rock of ages of who He is and why He is that to us. That's why the Lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. God's been standing on that rock for eternity past and will always be standing on that truth, the rock of ages. And Unless we're learning the word in this context, we're going to be carried off by Pentecostalism, We're going to be carried off by charismaticisms, and we're going to be carried off by all these isms. Just like the Old Testament Church of Israel was carried out by carried off by all the ites, the the, uh, it, it, the Jezebites, and the, the 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 all 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 the all, everything else. It's always been. Christ crucified. It brings the reproach. It's outside the camp of the legalistic traditional things of men. I remember once a lady was coming to our church and she'd been coming for several services and one Wednesday night, she said, what do I have to do to move my membership, preacher? And I said, well, uh, is that in the Bible, all that stuff? And she said, no. I said, well, we don't do it. We don't do it. If you want to be a member here, just come and worship the Lord and and just be, be faithful to the Lord. You know, just come. And and according to the Word of God, be faithful to the to the house of God, the, the people of God. That's how you're faithful to God. And, and she never came back. She never came back. And I could tell she was loving the word, but she never came back. And it was because we wouldn't get involved in the moving of a membership, the moving of a membership and and all that stuff. I I mean, things that aren't biblical, that are not there, we shouldn't even be functioning in them. So uh, that's just the way it is for those who Tremble at God's word and not tremble at men who fear the Lord and they don't fear men. So let us move on here. By Him, verse 15, therefore, by Him means our faith in the sacrifice of Christ, what He did outside the camp. It doesn't mean because I believed it one time. It says, by Him, therefore, let us. This is now. Faith is a now thing. Now faith is. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And here we even see that you can't separate his name from what he did outside the camp as who he was. The last Adam, the Son of God, the Son of Man, the Lamb of God. You cannot separate the name Of the Lord giving thanks to his name without your faith being in the sacrifice. Because all the things that God is to man, all the names of himself that he gave to Israel were the provisions he wanted to be to them if they would keep their faith in the promise of a coming Savior. Every time they got away from that, it didn't matter how much God told them He would be to them, what He would do for them, what He would go before them and provide for them. When they moved away from the exclusive avenue of approach to Him, the exclusive avenue of receiving things from Him, that exclusivity, when they walked away from it, the only thing they could do will start receiving other gods. And, And when they did that, then all the names that they had given, he had given them concerning who he would be to them, they begin to forfeit all those things. It's the same for the church. We want to know why revival's not in the church. It's because the church is refusing to come back to the cross. They they want revival, but they won't come back to the cross. There will never, ever be any type of revival in the church unless we remember what it was in the beginning that made us alive. Hallelujah. He made us alive. He quickened us. Even when we were dead in our sins with the one he sent to die for us. And unless we come back to the place we begin to live, we will never ever relive, begin to relive, be revived. again. It won't happen. People can get together and shout the high praises of God, but there will be no revival unless we come back to the cross. Hallelujah. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God, but it's by him. It means through our faith in his sacrifice. And it doesn't mean I'm telling you my faith is there. It means that's where my faith is. And hear me very carefully when that is where your faith is and it's not just your lips because everything has to be in the heart first and then on the lips according to God. Men can say anything, but only those who believe with the heart can confess the right things that God has put in the heart. Hallelujah. And that's believing under righteousness. And this is why the church can't get together because we can't be agreed. Hear hear me very carefully. We can't be agreed on what the object of faith is. That's why we can't get together. You got some people got their faith in Pentecost. What happened on the day of Pentecost? And, and, And every is offered to us today and 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 we need to know these things we, we need to understand these things and so uh... There's only one object of faith, though, and it's Christ crucified. It's in Christ. It's it, it, this is why the church can't get together. There's no unity in the church, and 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 they're all like, well, if they, when they see it our way, then we'll no. When they see it God's way, God's vision only is given through the blood of Jesus, and it's only maintained through faith in the blood of Jesus. And when, let me say this, when somebody's heart surrenders to faith in the cross, then they want to be around other people of like precious faith. Hallelujah. That's why all these churches are popping up all over the world, cross-preaching churches, gospel-centered churches. They're full of the Holy Ghost, but they don't really resemble what men have turned Pentecost into. They speak in tongues. They lay hands on the sick. They shout the high praises of God. They have wonderful praise and worship. Or they they may not have the praise and worship that some of these places have, but they've got the same spirit of God. They've got the same power of God. Hallelujah. And we need to understand these things. That that, that is why God is raising up these churches. That is why people are exiting all this stuff that's been going on. They're getting out out of the legalistic and traditional the false, the the bad, the 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 not going anywhere traditions of men and, and and all these things and they're coming back to a place of being determined like their God was predetermined to know nothing else than Christ and him crucified. So we're told by him that means an active deliberate conscious faith in the death of Jesus, coming back to trusting in that alone, preaching the Word in that context alone, that is what that means, hallelujah. Everything in the Bible needs to be taught. Everything in the Bible, all the, 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 the things that are in the Word, they all need to be taught, but they can't be understood and they can't, they can't be experienced unless we're believing in Christ. That means we're touching His death. We're holding it dear. That's our position. Hallelujah. In his death, we were planted. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. See, his name is tied to what he did outside the hill. And all those names we talked about earlier that God gave Israel, they're all wrapped up in Jesus. The eternal covenant is based on the sacrifice of Christ. All the pre-covenants before the covenant that was in the blood of Jesus, were they're all swallowed up in the eternal covenant, the covenant that Jesus cut with his own blood before God. That's the covenant that's eternal. That's the covenant that God accepted. That's the covenant that all the other covenants pointed to and are swallowed up in. Hallelujah. And so he says in verse 16, But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. So we see here doing good and communicating is a sacrifice. It's sacrificial. It's presenting our bodies living sacrifices so that we can continue to do good. Amen. This word communicate, it means partnership. See, you need to be in a cross preaching church. You need to get out of all that other stuff. You need to get out of all that other stuff. Ain't ain't nothing going to change there. You need to get up and get out. And you need to get yourself planted. You need to let the Lord plant you where He'll plant. He, the Lord, won't never plant you. I don't. I don't care how many people tell. Me, well, I know the Lord sent me there. No, the Lord won't plant you where you can't be growing in the faith. That he dealt to you, and that is the faith of the Son of God who loved you and gave Himself for you. He's not, not you, you, good things make good things happen to Abraham in Egypt. God kept him and kept His hand on him, and the Lord has kept us in all the things that we planted ourselves in. But God didn't send you there. Don't mean God can't do something good to you or for you there. But your faith, your faith has to be in the sacrifice of Christ, my friend. A lot of what we've called God in the past wasn't God at all. I mean, look at the homosexuals in pulpits today, the lesbians in pulpits today that are claiming it's a move of God. The only thing you have to prove it's not a move of God is the Word of God. And what you have to prove that it wasn't a move of God that you were really in, that you thought you were in before, is the Word of God. That's what you have. That's what you have. You say, Well, I've got the Spirit of God. Well, those folks say they got the Spirit of God too. The only way you, the only way you, the only thing you have to prove that you have the Spirit of God is the Word of God. The only thing you have to prove the tongues that you speak in and edify yourself in and build yourself up in your most holy faith is the word of God that tells you that's possible and that's what's happening. The word of God, my friend. That's what you have. So this word uh, uh, communicate means partnership. It, it means, it, this word communicate, it means to partnership. I've always loved this word, and we'll go a little bit over today, I don't care. Koinonia, years ago I studied this word. It means to partnership, to participate in. It means Uh, communion, and it means distribution. It means all of that. It means to distribute in communion. Our communion is in the blood of Jesus and nothing else. Our communion is in the blood of Jesus. Our fellowship is in the blood of Jesus. Our partnership is with him through his sacrifice. Our partnership is with each other, and what he's doing in and through us only Through faith in his sacrifice, my friend. So let me read this again. But to do good and to communicate, which means a barrel full of stuff, forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. These things can be being done in the natural without it being the sacrifices of God. If these these things are considered the sacrifices of God if our faith remains in the one who went outside the camp and bear our reproach. And we know our faith is there because we're bearing his reproach also because we've gone outside the camp of all men's legalists and all the rules and regulations, and we're not trusting in nothing but the death of Jesus, the precious blood of the Lamb. Now, now, the, now the, let me say it again today. The reproach won't come till people start hearing what you claim you believe. The reproach won't come because you sit there among folks whose faith is in all these other things today. The reproach comes when your heart believes unto righteousness and your mouth is confessing that, which is, which is the scriptural spirit of faith, write this down, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. Read that, see what the focus is, read that, see what true biblical faith is and that we have the same spirit of faith that we have believed, therefore we also speak. And when we speak and when we're believing the right thing, we'll be speaking the right thing and there is where the rub comes in, my friend. There's where the reproach comes in. When people know what you believe. Don't be one of those Christians that people don't even know you're a Christian because lost people can be nice. Lost people can be well behaved. Lost people can have good manners. But Christians have a testimony of how they've overcome the world, the devil, and the flesh. And it's that testimony of the blood the exclusive blood that brings the reproach. I hope you've been encouraged today. I hope the Lord's been able to impart truth into your heart and help you to see a little bit more of where the church is, where you are, but always where our Lord is. He's outside the camp, hallelujah. Glory be to God. It's the only place you'll find him is outside the camp where he bear that reproach. And when your faith is in him, you will bear that same reproach. Glory be to God. God bless you. I love you. If the Lord stirs your heart to be a part of this ministry in, a more, uh, uh, in more depth, you can pray for us. I hope you are praying for us because to, 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 to walk in this faith that we have been given in this day and hour, oh, we need to be praying for each other. And if the Lord stirs your heart to give to Him through this ministry, you can do that at thecrosswaychurch.com, or the easiest way is to simply text the word give to the number 903-231-5950. God bless you. I'll see you in the morning on Cross Time with Pastor Curtis as we endeavor to continue to move through chapter 3 of 1 Peter. So be with us in the morning at 9 a.m. Central Time. God bless you. And stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then.